Hey there, welcome to the Single Moms with Moxie podcast. I'm your host, Mona Andre. I truly believe that the saddest thing in the world is forgotten potential. This is why I'm here, to remind you that even though you're a mom, which is an important role, it's equally important to remember that you're an individual with dreams, goals, and aspirations of your own. This podcast is a reminder that you're not alone, and there's so much more to life than laundry. I am so glad you're here. Let's dig into this episode. Samantha Kelly, thank you so much for coming on the Single Moms with Moxie podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited about uh, speaking with you. So you tell us about yourself. You went through a single mom time in your life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I sure did. Um, Yeah, actually, I um I divorced my first husband um when uh, my daughter was about two uh my first daughter uh and yeah I was a I went to, um, I went it alone because I just you know some people say you know I'm either a nightmare to live with or I just don't put up with any crap and I like to see think it's the second one I don't yeah. put up with any crap and sure. you know I think um you know if you're not happy why stay in the situation and, you know, being on your own, you know, sometimes is better than being in a relationship where there's tension. And, yes, you know, absolutely, right, absolutely. you know, that's what you're teaching your children, right? Yeah, is, uh, is yeah. what an unhappy relationship is. Exactly. And I just I always kind of thought that I suppose from looking at my own parents as well, you know, it's like, you know, why, why are they still together? <laughs> <laughs> they're always arguing like I couldn't understand that like so um you know at the end of the day uh, you know I wish I I, I do wish my ex-husband happiness you know and, it, and just he's not a bad person it's just together we just weren't right and sometimes right. that happens you know yes. so we grow uh, apart exactly and, and the more people realize that you know life's too short and you know why spend it with someone who you're not really happy with then you know and the kids see it too so it's nice for the kids you know I think it's better to have one really strong parent that's you know giving them lots of love than two parents that aren't quite there you know absolutely absolutely and were you at the time were you working were you a stay-at-home mom I wasn't working and because she was so young, it was difficult to, you know, to get childcare and stuff. So I went back and did some kind of course. Um, actually, it was a child, early childhood education. I went and back and did that. And it was great because they had a crash. And I think that's when I started seeing the disadvantages. And, you know, how do you get out of the poverty trap? If you're in that space where you can't get the childcare, you can't, how can you get those opportunities and take those opportunities? How could I make myself better if, you know, I hadn't got, I, I felt guilty as well a little bit, you know, um, you know, even doing the education part because, but then I was like, no, I'm doing it for us. I'm doing it for my daughter, you know, but even the education part, you know, feeling guilty, not being there and her being in the crash, you know, this is like, we're, we're mad. We feel guilty. She, she was having a great time, you know, <laughs> so yes. she was happy out. Like, um, so yeah, no, I didn't work until, um, actually I didn't actually, what was I working? I can't remember. Sorry. I was working different jobs, but it was mostly part-time stuff when I had childcare. So it was like my either waitressing or something like that, you know? Um, but no. And then I ha- met my second husband. And so I ended up having a, you know, a relationship with my daughter, but then actually we split up as well later on. So um, I was left with I had two daughters then. So I had, uh, uh, Leah was uh, seven and Abby was two. 
So maybe the two it must be something to do with the two-year-old thing. <laughs> so the two, yeah. So maybe that's when you realize, oh, hang on, this is not right. So, you know, and again, you know, I'm friends with him. You know, I wish him happiness. It's just together we weren't right. And that's all. And he sees my daughter, he sees Abby all the time, every every Friday and for a few days. And you know, it's that's what it's about. It's about actually, it's about the children. You know, but yes. also if you're not happy, they're not going to be happy. Exactly. Um, exactly. You project that. Absolutely. So so then I was on my own again, but then I just didn't want to be poor and I didn't want to be, you know, struggling anymore. And so I that's when I actually started my first business was around that time. Um, Abby was in school. She was just about to start school. So I knew it had. So that is an issue when the children are really, really young is difficult to be able to work or do something for yourself because it's you know you're there all the time the children are with you all the time and you don't really have the money either to pay a babysitter or to pay for childcare. Exactly. yes so it was when she was starting school and they were both in school then I knew I had that gap in the morning those few hours that I could work and I had no idea what I wanted to work at I didn't know what I wanted to do and and luckily enough, um, Leah was 11 at this stage and she she got her first period and I felt sorry for her. So I went to the shop to get her this gift box maybe I could give her. And that's when my business journey started. I said, hang on, there's no beginner sets here for girls. So I started a business called uh, Funky Goddess, which was a first period gift box for girls. So that's how wow. that's how my whole business journey Funky Goddess. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Yeah, so that's where and that's what started. business is, right? It's seeing a need and figuring out how you can fill it. Oh, mm. wow, that's genius! Is it is Funky Goddess still around today? I, I sold it. I sold it to okay. someone else, and I don't think it is. But you know what I found from doing that? Uh, I had no money still. I still had no money, and I definitely didn't have a good bank record <laughs> because I never had like right. money. You know, when you're a lone parent, you just don't have it. Everything goes oh, to I, your I, child, and you're so preaching it. to the choir, sister. I know exactly what that's like. You just don't have it, and and I just felt I I, I started noticing. Hang on, now how can I get out of this poverty? I have a great business idea, but I still had no money, and I still had no. I didn't have any friends who had money. Now, my mom gave me a small loan of like a thousand euros or something. So that helped, you know, um, to get, you know, marketing. But then I realized, OK, I'm going to use social media to market this business. And that's when my whole world changed because I found that I was really, really good at marketing and social media. I had no idea. So Twitter in particular. So now I'm one of the top Twitter experts in the world. And I speak all over the world. Uh, My whole life has changed. I've I've started networks. I've started all kinds of cool stuff, done events. And it's all from finding what I was good at, I suppose, and and giving myself that chance um, and people, other people giving me a chance as well. So what, so that's, that's a big question that people have people, what they, they want to get into business. They want to get out of that, that poverty mindset. And the biggest question is, okay, what can I do? What am I good at? And oftentimes it only, it, so we ask ourselves, we ask ourselves, we don't know. And sometimes it's because the technology doesn't exist yet, right? Or, or whatever, we, we just don't have a vision. So what was it that made you realize that you were good at social media? When I started getting sales from it and I started getting connections and being asked to speak at things and people started saying, oh, you're so inspiring. I'm like, well, am I? Me? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm just a mom who had a business idea. And you see, people's perception 
you know, um, I keep it real, though. I think that's what makes I think that's what made me successful is the fact that I actually say it like it is. And I don't have any errors and graces. I know where I came from. You know, I know that there are other people like me that need someone like me and need to see someone like me doing what I'm doing. And I am aware of that. And that's got a certain amount of responsibility, too, because, you know, it's it's about being realistic and saying, look, okay, you've no money. Right. It's not easy to start a business with no money, but you can do it. It's It's not easy, but it is possible. I did it. So, you know, it's um, it's about helping, giving, giving back. Right. So like my purpose is to be the woman I needed to meet when I started my business. Right. Oh, my gosh. That is so profound. And that's exactly why I started this podcast. When my kids were young, there definitely wasn't social media back then. And I felt so alone. Yes. I felt so alone. And I want to and even it's why I wrote my book. Um, I wanted to remind single mothers that one, you're not alone. And two, the saddest thing in the world is forgotten potential. Oh, so yes. as soon as you get lost in that, you know, just day to day paying the bills and that that mindset of this is you're just surviving, you're not really living, you lose a piece of yourself. Oh, totally. Sure. I had no idea what I was good at. You know, I was like, okay, I can sing um, Baba Black Sheep, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I can read Dr. Sis books. Yeah. You know, but but it was it was finding that talent. And, and that's what I love. I love to see. And a little tip I can give to listeners is make a vision board. You know, just do a vision board. What I did was I got these kind of I got copies of Vogue and all these different kind of flashy magazines. And I got scissors and I got glue. And I got a big thing, a big, uh, what you call it, thing to put the stick. stick like a bulletin board. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. My <laughs> brain is just fried from this week. Um, but yeah, so I just cut up any pictures that I liked. So, for example, there was a picture of a really slim, fit girl. There was a picture of uh, like Nike girl, I call her. There was a picture of a lady eating fruit you know, looking really healthy. I had another picture of the mountains, a picture of a hammock, a picture of a Joe Malone candle. I wanted a Joe Malone candle, but they're very expensive. So okay. I had all these little things, um, me in an evening gown, like there was a lady in an evening gown collecting an award, you know, little things, oh, wow. you know, wow. um, yeah. I had a picture of a, a cruise ship. I still haven't done that yet, but you know, little things and picture of me on a, on a, a picture of a TV show that I want to get on, you know, okay. stuff like that. So I put them, stuck them all up. I put, I cut out words like joy, family, happiness, you know, all these little things. And I got a pretend million dollar bill as well. And I stuck that on it. Right. So put money on your vision board. We're allowed to have money, folks. You're allowed to feed your family. You're allowed to. It's not a bad thing. And it's something that I grew up with that I felt I didn't deserve it or something. And I was undercharging for years. Because I didn't see the value in myself and what I was doing. It wasn't until other people started telling me the value, right, right. you know. Um, so make that vision board and say, right, what, what do I want to do? Like my father passed away just before I started my business. And I think that's what gave me the kick to actually do it was because I was like, life's too short. Oh my God, I might not be here in a few years, you know. Right. And I Now's the time. Me, exactly. And I think that kind of, well, I think he actually gave me the idea from heaven or whatever whatever you believe in you know I think that you know life is too short and I've seen too many things maybe it's because of my age I'm 51 but like I've seen too many friends you know that that are gone that should be here you know and I think um 
we really need to start looking and saying, do you know what? Am I not happy with this situation? If you're not happy, get out. If you have something that's holding you back, for me, it was alcohol. I got sober. I'm 14 years sober. So that's oh, really where, thank you. That's really where my life started turning thank around. You know, I started seeing potential in myself, you know, um, and I got rid of that. So if something's holding you back, whether it's alcohol, Coca-Cola, cigarettes. Uh, now I still vape, right? I, I can't seem to get rid of the cigarettes yet. But, you know, is it a, a person? Is it a sister, a brother, a mother, a father? Like, you know, it doesn't right. have to be someone outside the family. Like it could be someone that you don't need to have around yes. you. Yes. So someone and said to me, they trigger sometimes, right? They, they, they can hold us back. Yeah. You don't realize they're holding it. Yeah. Like I remember once I um, once I realized, OK, I was going to do this. I was like an elastic band that had been pulled and I just shot up and I started doing so many things and it was like I was let go and, and broke free or something it was strange but it was from my own head mostly it was from my own kind of beliefs that you know I can't do that don't be silly who do you think you are like oh my god you know and especially in Ireland you know we have a lot of begrudgery and stuff and it's like don't be getting too ahead of your above your station there you know and I just decided I would hang out with people who I felt were inspiring me and radi hang around with radiators, not drainers. That's what I say. And, you know, I just started hanging out with people who really were people that I wanted to be like. Um, and that's kind of where it all started. So if we're in like as a lone parent, you know, as a one parent family, if you're hanging around just with other people who are on social welfare and on lone parents, of course, you're going to get into that kind of mindset that that's it. Um, but if you start expanding your network and expanding your relationships and like even like I'm sitting here in Ireland and I'm talking to you like the internet wi-fi like you can go global now you can yes. have global friends yep. global communities and, and and people just talk about the bad side of it they don't talk about the good side even twitter they talk about the bad side they don't talk about the good things that I have come out for me from well twitter. if you focus on if you're a negative person you're going to focus on the negative side of anything right yeah. So you said um, you, you said two things that I want to go back to when you talked about your vision board. Mm. That, that is so important. So I believe that if you can see it, yes, you can do it. And that's what you did. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I love that. And yeah. the other thing you said was that money is not bad for you. Yeah, that is so true. There's people for some reason, people really feel that if they have money or the people that do have money, they they resent them or they feel like it's going to, it's evil. If you have money, you're able to do so much for other people. Exactly. It gives you choice yes. as well. I always say money's not everything, but it does give you choice. Like my life is quite simple. I like fresh air. I like nature. They're the things that give me joy. My dogs, my children, my, you know, the simple things give me joy. And I'm actually going to be a grandmother, would you believe? In two oh, weeks. nice. It's the 5th nice. of December. So, wow. um, so I mean, but however, <laughs> money gives you a choice. Like yes. I can give my daughters opportunities they wouldn't have had before, you know, That's and right. yeah. if they want to go to college, there's a, you know, it's possible, whereas it was never, would never have been possible or, you know, it would have been harder. Not, not, nothing is impossible. I have to say that nothing is impossible. It just, it, it can be a little bit easier that little yes. bit and you know what the word impossible has the words i'm, I'm possible, possible. yeah which is yeah. uh which is inspiring and which is 
it just opens you up. As soon as you open up your mind, your heart, you can really do anything. You really and, are inspiring. Thank you. And you know what? They're believing in that's going to be okay. You know, yes. it's tr trusting. That's yeah. like, you know, my dad up in heaven wouldn't let anything bad happen. And if it does, something bad does happen, which it happens in life. It's like, do you know what? You know, why not me? It happens to other people. So why shouldn't I, you know, and then it's about how you deal with it and how you react to it. And I learned yes. all this stuff just from being in recovery as well. You know, like I try and help someone and I find it really is about believing and why don't you deserve this? You know, we do deserve it. Like, I mean, there's unless you're a bitch and you're hurting people all the time, and you know, or a serial killer. Yes, yeah, absolutely. you know, but most I mean, of us aren't like that. Most of us are just no. trying to make our way, just raising our kids, trying to make our way. Yeah. And the children, you'll see it in the children, you see. Because they do watch us, like whether we think they do or not. Like and like you said, they can't, we can't be what they can't see. So they're watching us and they're watching what we're doing and watching what the achievements and all of that stuff. It does rub off on them, you know. Yes, it does. Absolutely, it does. Oh my God, you're so inspiring. Here you were, you were in a in a place of striving, surviving, mm. and now you're thriving. Yeah. I love that. I yeah, and, and and it is very hard when you see people in stuck, you know, and I, I, I would love, you know, if anyone's listening to this and they feel stuck, what is it that has you stuck? Like, is it is it the people you're hanging around with? Is it the is it is it no money? OK, so most people say, well, it's money. Usually if you look at it, it's actually not money. You know, um, we think it's money and yes, money helps a lot. So how can we fix that? Is there a way you could make some kind of money? There's so many different jobs out there, especially if you're good online. Like there are affiliate links for things you can, you know, start building relationships and start learning how to maybe, you know, be a virtual assistant or, you know, you might not even have to leave your house. And that's what I love about what's happening now with the remote work thing. I mean, that gives lone parents much more options yes, than before. More opportunities, absolutely. And to your point, if somebody says it's, I don't have money and that's what's holding me back, why don't you have money? Because what's underneath that is really what's holding you back. Mm -hmm. That's just mm -hmm. like that. That's just a, a symptom. What's the real problem? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that is I, the question. Yeah. And it's and it is hard when you're stuck there. It's it's about finding good people. And I and I think that it that does make a difference, finding good people and having good people yeah. around you. I Absolutely. Think so. so thank you so much for being on the show. This has uh, been an awesome conversation. I'm certain it's gonna help someone. If you were to go back in time, what would you tell younger you? It's gonna be okay. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because when we're in the thick of it, we don't realize that it's going to be okay. We think this is it. This too shall pass. Yeah. It's a nice yeah. saying, you know, this too shall pass. Because when you think about the, the drama, drama, oh, I don't have drama. Thank God. I don't like drama. No, keep away, drama keep away from the drama and keep yeah. away from the, the, the gossip. Don't get dragged in. Yeah. Very, very nice. Thank you so much, Samantha. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Single Moms with Moxie podcast. It means so much to me that I can share with you. We have some amazing guests coming up in future episodes, so please follow me on Spotify or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. 
You can also find me on Instagram at Mona underscore Andre. And we even have a single moms with Moxie Facebook group. I hope you join. Until next time, stay safe, stay sane.